switched classes in like middle school and high school a couple times, which was just kind of like a fun prank to play on our teachers. <laughs> Welcome to Life with Multiple Babies. We are multiple. We are Welcome to We Are Multiple, the podcast. Mommy's podcast is We Are Multiple. We are multiple. This is something you will not want to miss. Hope you enjoy the story. Every twin that I've talked to is like, can you please interview other twins in the guise of like what they wish their parents had done and what they wish they hadn't done, you know, because it's like if you want to give some feedback to like parents who are going to raise twins of different sorts, like what better way than to get it from the source, right? Yeah. <laughs> Create, you know, give some constructive criticism to the parents that are coming up. <laughs> Definitely have thought of a few things. <laughs> You know, so I think that's interesting too. And then, so Betsy used to be the editorial director for um, Triathlete Magazine. So um, I think that there's a lot of interest too of like how you guys started running. Did one of you start running because the other one did, or did it happen at the same time? So the athlete perspective, I think, yeah. is really, really interesting. And a too. little like I have two kids, and then I had triplets, but I have fraternal triplets. So they're two boys okay. that don't look alike, yeah. and people were when they were babies, we're like, oh, aren't you like, wouldn't it be so cool to have identical triplets? And from the minute the first person said that, I was like, no, absolutely not. These kids will look different. They're going to be taller than each other. One's a girl for crying out loud. <laughs> I was like, they get their own lane, yeah. you know? And for so long, especially when they were like babies and toddlers, people just call them the triplets. But now they're eight years old and that doesn't happen as much. They each do their own things. They look like siblings, but they, you know, one's six inches taller than the other two. And I was just so happy for them. And so when Agatha was telling me about y'all, um, the one I am interested because, you know, I'm trying not to um, lump any of my kids into, okay, so he's going to soccer practice and you want to play too. So if you could just join his same club, please. And I can drop you off at the same place, same time. I'm trying to let them say, no, I'd prefer this club for this reason, or you know what I mean, whatever, just let them yep. be separate while also driving around five people every day, <laughs> um, which is tricky, but yes. So I want to know about your athletic history for sure. And then I want to know um, kind of what Agatha was already saying about to be raised in a world that with someone who looks and probably sounds just like you, um, what mental kind of crazy is that? Yeah. Well, okay, but before we do any of that, because we're really bad at doing introductions and oh, starting yeah. points, because we are like, <laughs> we're like, we just want to know all these things, and then we're <laughs> on our podcast, we immediately start talking, and people are like, who the hell is this? Why, why am I listening to you? Oh my gosh, so bad. So before we get into it, can you guys just let us know who you are, um, what you're doing now, and obviously your names. <laughs> Um, I'll go ahead and start. So I, my name is Jenna Crawford. I'm currently living in Santa Monica, California. Um, I've been in the area for six years, but originally from Portland, Oregon. Um, I currently work in marketing and then my other just side passion, which almost feels like a full-time job is marathon running. Woo <laughs> and I'm Paige Crawford. Um, I live in Portland, Oregon. I am a recruitment and outreach manager for a youth mentoring nonprofit. Um, and I think we're gonna get there, but I also am now a marathon runner. 
Awesome. What quickly have you guys, what big marathons have you done that you really loved? I am huge in any point to point race. I don't like feeling like I'm staying in the same place or just kind of like zigzagging in and, in and around. Um, yeah. So I love point to point races. I've done the like big city marathons here in the U S and I've also been able to in 2019 go to Tokyo to do the Tokyo marathon. So my first. Oh, wow. mm -hmm. cool. And Paige, you've done a marathon. Is that what you said? Or you're going to, I or have. Um, so Jenna started before I did and she definitely um, influenced me and convinced me to get into running. And then I've been hooked ever since. Um, but I was had the opportunity to do New York City last November, um, and that was an incredible experience. Um, and I had a bunch of races. Boston was on my calendar for this April, but that got postponed. And I'll actually be running virtually here in Portland, Oregon um, oh, in a couple that. weeks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I read about that. So I did New York twice, and I absolutely loved it. We're going to run Boston twice. But I've also run, done all like what you were saying, like the big city races in the U.S. Um, there's so many good ones and we're not going to go sidetracking off into the marathon world. But <laughs> that's rad. Good for you guys. That's so fun. It's such a good community of people. Oh, um, yeah. And especially at like New York. Um, so many people, the years we did it. Yeah, I have a triplet here. Um so many people stopping to thank, you know, the firefighters or stopping to thank the police officers. I'd never seen that before in a race. Like normally we're all, and I did um, long distance triathlon also. And it's just like, just let's go, you know, like we need to get through hours worth of whatever we're doing, but people actually stopping on that course to shake people's hands, to say, thank you for your service. Like all of that. I'd never seen that before. Um, anyway, it was those, uh, those times with that kind of community are really extraordinary. So good for you, ladies. <laughs> Such an incredible spirit at the environment. Totally. totally. So tell us a little bit about um, how y'all came into the world. Yes. Um, we born you were born. And, <laughs> and we were, so we were um, born actually as premature babies as a lot of twins are. Um, I think our due date was early December and we came into the world in October. So. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh no. Oh my gosh. I'm sure mom could tell you all sorts of stories of like, you know, being on the heart rate monitors and breathing and incubators and all that. Um, it sounded like it was really annoying as a parent, but uh, we obviously don't remember any of that. And um, I would was actually born one minute before Paige, if people always like to ask, which is kind of ridiculous, but. <laughs> yeah, they love knowing that. They love it. Yeah. And how, like, what was your parents' like mindset around having twins? Do you have other siblings? Yes, and do you have other siblings? We have one older sister. Um, she Ooh. is about three years older than us. Um, and I think from what our parents have told us, like when they first found out they're having twins, they were terrified. <laughs> Which I imagine is also probably quite common for parents who are not expecting two or more. <laughs> no, no. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's usually pretty shocking. So they'd had babies before. Or they had a baby before. Yep. Okay. So then it was all of a sudden three little ones. <laughs> yeah. And then what is like your first like kind of recollection of like 
when did you guys realize that you were twins and like what that meant and how did that feel? I'm curious. I know, um, Paige, you might have a different memory, but I, I clearly remember there was like, um, like a Biomart pharmacy or some sort of pharmacy, like in the neighborhood and we'd go there frequently for stuff. And I, I remember having this like epiphany of being different because it was like, it finally hit me when a stranger, as they always do, like stop you dead in their tracks. Like, Oh my God, are you guys twins? And I remember like kind of realizing I was like, wait, like people are coming up to us. Like it was just like aha moment of like, we're different. And it was just a, I don't remember how old we are. I think we were pretty young, but I, I do remember having that kind of epiphany of, you know, kind of understanding like, wow, twins are unique. Cause of course that was the only thing we know. Yeah. Yeah. Did your mom dress you guys alike when you were little? Um, they dressed us alike sometimes, but they also did like the same outfit, but different colors. Hmm. Um, and so a lot of the times in our pictures, um, one way to kind of tell us apart general rule was Paige was in pink because of the alliteration of Paige and pink. And then Jenna was in whatever other color they offered that outfit in. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's pretty that's funny. That's pretty funny. Oh my God. And what did your parents do like professionally? Our mom. mom oh, go ahead. Here we go, talking at the same time. Our mom is an ultrasound technologist, and she's been doing that, like, her entire professional career. Um, and then our dad had, like, a business consulting job that he did. Um, he was also um, in the Air National Guard, so he was quite busy. Um, he began working from home, and I could be wrong, but I think that was probably around the time that our the family grew so that there was, like, extra support in the house. <laughs> Wow. And so when do you guys, so as little kids, at least I know from our experience, um, I kind of treated our triplets as a unit, not as the same person, but if one went with me, everybody went with me. A, there was no one else really to help with the other babies, toddlers, whatever they were at the time. But B, I just thought, you know, this is like, if I'm spending more time with one than the other, you know, I don't want someone to be in therapy someday because I didn't, you know, take them with me on this errand and you never know what's going to like bubble up eventually. But I'm curious, I feel like you guys were born at a time when twins weren't so, so weird, but it's still, it wasn't like you were born in the world of IVF yep. and fertility, right? Like where you see twins all the time or tr even you see triplets too. Um, so how old were you when you really felt like you were, okay, no, I'm going to say this a different way. <laughs> were you, did you feel like as little kids, you were forced into kind of the same things or did you feel like your parents were really making an effort to say, okay, Paige, you really like blah, whatever it was. And Jenna, we can tell you're into this. And so we're going to make those things happen for y'all. Was that, what was the reality? I feel like we were definitely a unit in everything we did. Um, and I'm, it's hard to say whether like we actually had these natural, like similar interests, which I think we do, but mm -hmm. you know, we were on the same soccer teams. We, you know, had the same primary teacher in school and we'd walk to school together every day. And I really don't remember like ever being apart from Paige or really 
did you express that ever as a kid? Were you ever like, okay, I really want to try out for swim team and she doesn't. So, or were you always just like, yeah, that's cool. Let's play soccer together. We actually in first grade, and I don't remember Paige, you might have to, Paige has way better memory than I do. I don't remember anything. If I need facts, I'm like, do you remember in this year what happened? Um, but in first grade, our first grade was the only year that we were ever not in the same class for school. Mm. And I remember that being probably intended to be, I don't know why, but um, so we were pretty young. And then in my class, my perception was like, oh, well, all of our like mutual friends were in Paige's class with Paige's teacher. And I felt so mm -hmm. isolated mm -hmm. in first grade that year and separating being so hard that we were never separated again. Oh, um, really? I mean, in high school, we had separate classes. But yeah through to up to eighth grade we weren't separated well i don't know about y'all my triplets when we they started kindergarten i thought they would keep them in the same class just because and they um my kids are in an immersion spanish program and so there were two spanish classes and so two triplets were in a class and one triplet was in the other class and the teachers told me this is the first time they'd ever been separated because they didn't do preschool because it's just so freaking expensive to put a triplet in preschool <laughs> Um, but he'd been with me like for five years, you know, we'd been like, just did everything together, whatever. And so, um, but the teachers would tell me like, because I was worried about them and I didn't know, cause there, there is a codependency there, right. Amongst mm -hmm. kids who have shared the womb, like, you know, this is a completely different relationship than normal siblings anyway. But the triplet that was by that my daughter was by herself. And so in between like snack time and recess, the boys would have to check in her classroom to make sure she made it back to class that she was okay. And they'd go back to their classroom and they'd be like, wait a minute, where is she asking their teacher? Cause they were so confused that they weren't together. Mm. And, you know, as much as I didn't want them to rely on each other at, but at that point they're so young. And so, you know, there's an expectation there, right. That I think a lot of people who don't know the multiple world would kind of take for granted and but you're talking about five-year-olds you know it's like yeah what are you expecting here yep. but as you get older and as y'all got older did you feel like you know when you're 10 it's a completely different story did you still feel like people were treating you as like jenna and Paige, not jenna and Paige? i yeah i think we felt as a unit pretty much our entire lives um even through high school in some ways, even though at that point we were in different classes. Um, growing up, we've been told, and I remember we were pretty shy, like as preschoolers and kindergartners, where we kind of kept to ourselves, where we just like play and talk amongst ourselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the weird twins! <laughs> yeah. You have a built-in bestie who understands you, so why go search for anything else when you're five? Exactly. <laughs> And just one more thing about that one first grade where we were split up. Um, I do recall that being the same, like some of our mutual, like close friend group were primarily in the classroom that I was in. But then they also, once they kind of realized that we were struggling a little bit being separated, the school counselors would like once a week, or I don't know how often it was, like take us out of class together and give us time to go play together. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. So they tried. Yeah. But in the end, it was just, they just, I guess everyone decided it was best to keep you guys together. Yeah. And then I remember like 
every year after that, they asked us and we're like, nope, we're sticking together. <laughs> wow. So that's really interesting because I know that you guys then chose to go to different colleges. So how between like you guys saying that you wanted to stick together, that you got to that point senior year that you decided to go to different places? I think by that time, at least for me, it's like now we're 18 and I was definitely like, wow, we've spent our whole lives being the twins, the twins, the twins. And I definitely know that I was feeling like I needed to go find my identity. And that's something that, you know, people do as they grow throughout their years, especially like through teenage years in high school. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I'm, I don't know who I am. Like mm -hmm. I'm not treated as an individual by a lot of the community that I'm involved with. Um, that it, it seems very, very much like the next step to be like, okay, gotta sink or swim. Like I'm either gonna find out who I am now or it's just gonna continue to be the struggle. Um, and, you know, we continued through high school to do a lot of things together, even like on the high school soccer team and stuff. So we still had a very kind of close twin life up until we were 18. Can I ask a question backing up? And I only ask this pretty selfishly because I have older kids than my triplets. Um, what does your older sister say about, was she like, I hated y'all. You got all, all the, the attention. attention. Nobody knew who I was. My life was over when y'all were born. <laughs> because we, <laughs> when, you know, you have infant triplets and then you have two other kids in tow, no one stops the two-year-old to be like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Everyone stops the triplets, the triplets. And so I would say, oh, and yes, and these are my other children. This is blah, blah, blah. And this is, you know, making sure that they at least were acknowledged. And I took that really personally. I was like, they're people too, you know? <laughs> they just didn't get born at the same time as somebody else. But seriously, like, acknowledge them. So with your older sister, like, y'all are the worst. Or was she on board? I was she probably thinks we're the worst um and I always kind of was like you know we didn't really have like that close relationship like three years is old enough for her to be a little bit older and have her own friends yes um, but also it's not that old that we were still in school together for years too um and our mom was the one I think who brought it down was like you know you guys had each other. Like, of course she was going to focus on her own friend group and her own like aspirations. Yeah. And um, we definitely have grown a lot closer with our older sister into adulthood now, even though she's in New York city. So we're kind of all over the place, but yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure she felt left out of the twinhood and the two of us always sticking together. And every yeah. so often though, too, I remember like we would, kind of on the flip side, it's like, well, Kaylee got a car when she was able to drive. And then our parents had that time, well, I can't buy two new cars right now. And so there were some ways that we were like jealous on reverse because our parents like, we just can't do that for both of you right now. Like it made sense when she was growing up, she was older, but you know, like we shared a room for 14 years of our lives. And um, <laughs> we, for the longest time, like wanted our own bedrooms and tried every like scenario of like actually like dividing our room in half and be like, this half is yours and this half is mine. And <laughs> what's well, interesting to see, because since I have two olders, it was like there's there's somebody else, right? That's not a triplet, which is kind of good, I guess. But now that so my oldest one's 14 and then there's an 11 year old and there's eight year old triplets and the 14 year old like does 
really well with especially one of the triplets. And so watching them, the triplets kind of separate with the older siblings is kind of fascinating. Did either of you feel like you had something specifically like special with your older sister that wasn't true of the other twin? There's this like weird continuum that we've tried to tell people is like our older sister, her name's Kaylee. It's like Jenna and Kaylee look alike, but Kaylee and Paige less so as if mm-hmm. there's a continuum of the three of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, but I don't know. I don't know if people buy that theory that we try. But <laughs> <laughs> she really was your triplet. She just came yeah, three she years just, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the triplet. Oh my gosh. So, um, so looking back, like at, you know, high school and junior high, cause I know that you put it in your points of like wanting to talk about like that comparison and how that felt, like, what would you have wanted if you had been able to advocate for something to have been different during that time for you guys? Um, I think one thing that John and I have discussed many times is just like being a twin and being identical twins. And we looked a lot more alike as we were younger and kind of have grown up to like have a little bit of different um, looks and appearances and how like we style ourselves as well. Um, But people come and they just like analyze every little thing about your appearance and they want to find that one weird freckle or that one slight difference. Um, So it was always kind of like whatever they point out, like, oh, is my... Um, is my smile like not good enough? Is it not the right one? So it was always like trying to, um, yes, we want to be different, but it was hard when people are constantly like analyzing you at such a, about your, the smallest little details. Um, but your physical self. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that can be like super, super hard being girls, being identical. And then it would be different for yeah. boys. You just know it would like one, yeah. they would be like, Oh, he's the better basketball player. Yeah. It would all one, be about, it would be activity based. It wouldn't be yeah, physical appearance based. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Did you guys ever have a moment in that, that you were like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to shave my head or like, you know, like really like rebel oh, against each other. Yes. Okay. Please. So yes. not as much rebellious, but I chopped off all my hair. What? when I was 18 or 19, it was like, I moved to college, I'm alone, I chopped off, like, I donated my hair. So it was like, and like, Paige and I have always both had long hair. And I remember after I cut it off, I was just so jealous, though, because I'm looking at her, and she still had her long hair. And I was like, what in the hell did I do this for? (laughs) And it was like that constant reminder of like, wow, she has beautiful long hair. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. oh gosh, that's so interesting because yeah, so literally you're looking at a mirror of yourself yeah. but in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's fascinating. So that was like the one time there was like a dead giveaway between the two of us when I was like trying desperately to grow my hair back for two years. <laughs> so what would be your suggestion in that like comparison to like parents of twins to be able to tell them that they should like think about telling their kids as they grow up I always kind of have this like rule of thumb and it doesn't hold true always but I'm like you know would you say this to just two siblings like Mm -hmm. would you go up to two sisters and say oh your smile is not good enough or your hair is longer or you scored better on the SAT and a lot of times people wouldn't be making those comparisons of just two siblings so I kind of try and think of like wow if the world adopted that attitude towards twins Mm-hmm. I think it would alleviate some of the comparisons that were, you know, really challenging for Paige and I. 
Did your parents give you any like advice on like how to handle some of those conversations when you were little? Did you guys talk to them about it? We did. I remember um, not as much like physical appearances. I mean, but I know about like our skills and things. My mom would be like, oh, well, Jenna's better at this and you're just better at this. And kind of just like, um, you know, like try to um, put emphasis on like, we're not exactly the same. And we each have some things that we're a little bit better at than the other. And it's okay. It's, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> No, it's a normal thing. Yeah. Like if people just stop trying to compare people, period, in general. you know, and just looked at each person as an individual, I mean, what a different world, right? Like, yeah. you know, people do that to my five kids all the time. I'm like, you've got to be joking, you know, like, yeah. do you, what are you expecting? You know, they, yes, they came from the same body, but they are of much different, you know, materials. So I don't know. It's so unfortunate, but I, you know, as a person with a lot of kids, you know, I get great perspective constantly and most people don't. And they just say things that are moronic and you think, oh, bless your heart. You know, like you just don't know any better, but you can't, you know, you kind of have to roll with it as a parent. I'm sure as a kid, you have to just absorb it and think, keep thinking to yourself that it doesn't define you, you know, like you define you. But yeah. On that note, I'm going to soccer, ladies. She's I am go. so happy to speak with you guys for a few minutes. I'm happy to speak with you too. Yeah, keep running. Oh, I love it. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. Hi. Clive, let's go. Bye, Clive. Bye. Good luck at soccer. For sure. <laughs> so um tell me, like, I'm just really curious to know, like. In soccer, did soccer then lead to running? And then did you guys start running in college? And then was there like a competition around that at all for you guys personally? And then also like in that first year when you guys shifted, like was did you have like that traumatic feeling again of being separated from each other? Or were you like, hallelujah? <laughs> like what was that like, that prolonged experience of like the couple of years that you guys were apart? Yeah. I'll let Paige talk on the sports first. Okay. Um, well, one of my very first memories of us playing team sports and soccer, um, our coach got Jen and I the same jersey with the same number on it. Shut they just didn't ask us at all. And just like, here, Jen and Paige, you have matching jerseys. You get the same number. And we were both like, no, no, no. Like, this is even more confusing. We're wearing the exact same thing with the exact same number. Like, now you can't for sure tell us apart. <laughs> wow. That is um, It was. And so our we talked with our parents and our parents talked with the coaches and they switched that. They, But it was kind of annoying that they had made that decision for us without asking us or our parents what our preference would have been. <laughs> Seriously. Um. But we grew up then, you know, playing on all the same sports teams. Soccer became our um, primary sport. Um, and we developed like different kind of interests and skills in it. I would say myself personally, I'm a little bit more competitive. Um, a lot. A bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so... I think like in general, like 
yeah, sports meant a little bit, a lot more, a little bit more to me <laughs> than Jenna growing up. Um, I felt that that was a somewhere where I guess I could prove myself. And like, um, so I played competitively in high school. We, um, aside from soccer, we joined the track team. And this is another area where like, I would get sad if Jenna beat me. And then like, let alone, like if she beat me, she just like, yeah, what? We just ran. <laughs> Gosh, that's so interesting that you became, became the marathon runner first then, Jenna. Yeah. Because like you listen to that and you think it would be the other way around, you know? Well, and that's what's so crazy is like, I have these memories of like, yeah, I love playing soccer growing up, but it was like, it wasn't worth it to me to constantly be in competition with Paige. Like, you know, who scored the most goals or who had the most blocked shots. Like it, it wasn't worth it to me to be competing, you know, at practice every day or like each week at games. I'm like, this is going to be miserable if I'm like, you know, staying on this roller coaster. And so I think it kind of like my way of coping with that was, you know, I'm just going to not worry about it. And to this day, like I'm not a competitive person. Huh, that's so fascinating. Uh, but, but I am. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, and then when I started running, um, it was kind of just like happenstance out of like, sure, why not? I'll run a half marathon and happened to be kind of like good at it. And of course, mm -hmm. running marathon, like it's a huge commitment to, you know, put four months into training or however long. And um, it was just something that I found that I could do. I could do it solo. Like I had no competition at the time, like Paige wasn't running a new sport. So it's funny. Um, but That's interesting. So like you chose something that actually takes like a tremendous amount of commitment and like, right, competitive spirit to a certain extent, yeah. but it's something that was solo that you could just do, you like, know, against me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's really fascinating. I mean, that totally makes sense, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then like Paige, um, I actually went with her to her first marathon, I don't know, two years ago, whenever it was. Um, and I remember everyone being like, oh my gosh, your sister did amazing. I was like, I told you she's always been the better athlete. Like, <laughs> just kind of still stepping back on this, like, whatever happens, happens. Oh my gosh, that's so fascinating. But Jenna's my biggest inspiration and, and my biggest support, like, um, for anything sports related and life related. Um, you know, I always feel her encouragement and um, when we run together, it's like we're both there looking out for each other. Um, and it and does remind me of one year in high school when we did like a two mile thing. And I just remember us running side by side by side together. And just like, because we were there doing it together, like neither of us was going to get up and, or give up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so that's a really interesting metaphor. Like, how does it feel now? Like, is, do you feel like that's still kind of the way that you guys are operating, like simultaneously running side by side, but in like different places in the world? I think so. I mean, I always like to check in and see like what Paige is doing. And I know that she's been like working really hard on, she's ran two marathons and absolutely crushed it. And like, obviously there's the pandemic, so no racing going on now, but I know she's been working really hard. And if there's a way that I can like support her and like check in, like, I absolutely feel like we are kind of like virtually doing this together. Yeah, I would agree. 
It's so interesting. So like from that freshman year, like has that, like what has life been like now up from like, you know, 18 to now? What's uh, crazy is we graduated college separately. Um, and from there, I know Paige studied abroad and I didn't go abroad. So that was a, also not even just going to different colleges, like being in different countries for a while. That was a big independence move on your part, Paige. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I would say definitely like once we started like different colleges and post-college, though we like still stay really close. Jenna's the only person that I have like hours long phone conversations with. And like, so even in college when we're at, you know, 30, 40 minute car ride away from each other, we stayed connected all the time, like for phone calls. Um, And so even through the distance, we've like really grown even closer um, in other ways where we are able to experience our own lives and have our own um, kind of develop our own interests and meet, meet new friends separately, but we still always stay like super connected from a distance. Right. And then that's like the best part about, I think, having a twin, right? Is that like, no matter what, like someone's got your back in the world, you know? And that's oh, yeah. got pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I I personally want to say it, it kind of felt like refreshing to me that like I was finally when I went to college and then when I moved to California after college was like, you know, pretty excited to be like, wow, this is me. And like, you know, no one knew I was a twin unless I told them really. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't want to, like, I'm not proud of being a twin or proud of my page and like that relationship. It was just so cool to finally feel independent. And uh, I, it was something that I, I really enjoyed being able to, you know, find myself. But like Paige said, the, the distance is like, I'm pretty sure I'm like texting or calling her like, Hey, sorry if I'm bugging you, but just want to say hi. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, because it's a big deal. Like for the first time in your life, you guys could both step away and be like, okay, if I don't want to tell anyone that I'm a twin, I don't have to, you yeah. know, I'm just Jenna and I'm just Paige, you know, and that's got to feel like super empowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was also kind of refreshing to get away from the like, are you guys twins? And, um, you know, going somewhere and someone starts strikes up a conversation and you don't know them because you know one of her co-workers or something and like what do you do fake it and have the conversation or like just stare at them blankly or <laughs> and all of those responses have happened like people come up and hug you hey and you're like I have no idea who you are Jenna's gotta go back and be like sorry if it seemed like I was standoffish but that wasn't me that was my sister <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's got to be such a trip. It's got to be such a trip. Yeah, and that that's, I mean, was so regular what we were living in the same place for, I don't know, 24 years. It was like, that was a constant. And to finally be like, wow, breath of fresh air, almost like not these like awkward encounters all the time. And <sighs> Oh, it's so funny. It's like, you don't think about those things and you're like, holy shit, that must have happened all the goddamn time to you guys. Yeah, yeah. And if you caught me on a bad day, like I probably wasn't going to have it and be like, oh, sorry, I'm actually nice to meet you. I would be like, bye, wrong person. Like, oh, no, that's the, other, that's the other half of me that's not here and that's not me right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like given all of that, I'm also curious, like do you feel that because you guys have like such a strong bond, do you feel like it's made you a little bit l- more fearless, right? Like. I look at my twins all the time and I'm like, 
y'all have never known what it's like to be alone. Like you've always got this human. And like, I think about that in the sense that like, okay, from a positive perspective, is it going to give this them this unbound freedom to like, maybe do something they never would have done if they had experienced being completely alone? You know, does that make sense? Yeah, I, I would say on that, um, I kind of feel that same way because there was never that pressure of like, oh no, like I have to go make friends in this room. It's like, I always knew that like, hey, if we're going to the same event, I don't have to, I know somebody, I know at least one person in the room. Um, so that was, that was always like, you know, feeling confident going somewhere. Cause regardless, like, you know, we could meet someone together or like have each other there. So it felt, you know, like a safety net. Yeah, I would agree. And I mean, even from a distance, I think it still is just because we are so close. So like anything challenging that happens in my day-to-day -day life with work frustrations or anything, like Jenna's always going to be there. She knows me so well. Like she'll always just like, even without saying a word is like my biggest support. And so like, it does like give me confidence to like continue to live my life here while she's living her life there in LA and vice versa. Yeah, it's like, I mean, my husband's best friend, they call each other their non-sexual life partners. And it's like, you have a built-in non-sexual life partner, you know, yep. which I think is like so rad, you know, and like, yes, you have those with your siblings, you know, but it's different, you know, I think that that's like the beautiful thing about twins. Yeah, I, I looking back now, always kind of advocate for like, um, we have a really close family friend who has twins or just like even other like um, friends. And I'm like, you know, my two cents, I'm not a parent, but my two cents is to try and encourage them to be individuals and like, you know, maybe start them out in different classes from, you know, preschool, kindergarten on, instead of just trying it for one year, deciding it doesn't work and calling it quits. Um, I, and it's not like the twin experience was so cool, but my kind of advocate for what I think I would like if I had twins, I'd probably raise them as very, as much as individuals as I could. Well, you literally just answered my last question. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, do you have any, I was going to ask you, like, do you have any advice of, you know, parents who are raising twins of like, if it could have been different, what would have, like, what would you suggest? And I think that that's very sage advice, right? Because yeah. um, I think that the propensity is always going to be to like, again, like lump you guys together, right? Or not want to like break that bond for fear of trauma, right? But we all have to know what it's like to be alone, you know? And I think that like, if twins can understand that and then also understand that you are together and that can happen earlier, probably would be great for everyone. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say, um, there was, I mean, independence, but also all the fun things about being a twin is like, we could share clothes, we can, I can buy her a birthday present and it's like, hey, let me try on this. If it, <laughs> you, like, if it looks like crap on me, it probably is not gonna look weird good on you either. And you know, and of course all those fun perks of being a twin. Like what are some other like, so obviously there's probably like all the expected ones, right? But were there any ones for you guys that were like super fun that would be like totally unexpected and great of the things that were like awesome about being a twin? Um. I'd say it might be expected of twins, but we switched classes in like middle school and high school a couple of times, which was just kind of like a fun prank to play on our teachers. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Um, 
Kind Did of you guys ever, okay, so wait, here's a, here's a totally like superficial question, but were you guys, are you guys interested in the same kind of men or partners? Like, or do you have like completely opposite kind of interests when it comes to like romantic relationships? I would say probably similar. Similar, but there is some variation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like I see a guy and I'm like, oh, this is the type of guy that like Jenna's into, which is which is generally a very attractive, you know, like I I get it too. He's it's a good it's a good guy, but not for me. <laughs> I love that, right? Because that's always like I think like super interesting, right? Because it's like, how does that work, you know? So it's always I think an interesting question because I think like some people are like completely very much alike and some twins are completely different you know it's like you've read those stories have you guys ever dated anyone who is a twin nope nope not that nope. i'm aware of. <laughs> yeah. that's my other curiosity because i have two friends who are literally are both twins and part of like what they bonded when they met was like the trials and tribulations of being twins and like that's how like they first like really connected with each other and then totally fell in love and got married which oh I thought God. was great because it's kind of like a celebrity, you know, like you can like bitch about things that most of, most of other people can't understand, you know? I would be like, oh my gosh, they know me too well. They know my experience. <laughs> you go the opposite. You're like, you know, I don't want to. That's too much. I've already have one here. I don't need two. <laughs> yeah. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, there's something that's like pretty interesting about like her and I and our uniqueness is we're mirror image twins, so I'm right-handed and Paige is left-handed. Oh, um, that's so interesting. And I think Paige definitely has a little bit more of those like lefty traits of like mm. doodling, drawing her creativeness. Like I work in marketing, I have a sense of creativity, but very different than kind of the way she does. And I think there is some difference in us there. Of like the right and left. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's how I always feel. I think that's why you guys get, kind of get the short end of the stick of the twin world, right? Because like the mirror image on the outside does not reflect what's on the inside. Like my twins came out and they were exactly, like they were fully formed. Like there was no me, I'm just like the vet, the vessel that's like guiding this these two spirits through life. Like, <laughs> like there's no changing who they are. And I think that that's, unless you have as a parent, like an innate mindset around that when you're having twins, like you're not treating it as a science experiment of like, I'm going to figure out who your soul is and who your soul is and not pay attention to the vessel that it came in, you know? Yep. And I feel like you guys would probably agree that that would be like great advice for parents. Like think about your, your twins as individual souls and like try to not look at the, the wrapping that you came in. Absolutely. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I mean, it's just like, to me, it's just so interesting. And like you heard Betsy, like for us, it's like we're in this personal experience of raising twins. So like any kind of like full feedback, I think is just like super, super helpful. And I think that most twin parents of twins who are, you know, still raising their kids will totally agree. So any words of wisdom to those parents out there that you want to add? I'm just over here being like, Embrace individuality. It's also a very unique bond. So nourish that too. There's there's both sides of it. Mm -hmm. Double the coin, right? Both sides. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much, girls. That was awesome. I think it's like, it's just really cool. It's really cool to meet both of you. I had a great time with your sister last week. So I just love that this happened and came together. I heard. Yeah, that was exciting. She called me. I'm like, sure, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's great. It's like you buy, you know, it's like you buy a red car and you see a bunch of red cars, you know, and then like you have twins and then like they twins just come to you in this great way. So I think there's, there's something about that, right? Because you can understand, we can all understand each other a little bit better. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, chatting with us and I had to continue to see all the unique individuals you get to speak with on your podcast. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, girls. Thank you. you. All right. See you later. Bye. Take care. Thank you for listening to We Are Multiple, the podcast. We hope you learned something. We hope you laugh. And please join us next time. It's always interesting. There's always something new. There's always something vital that you will want to know not only during your pregnancy, but with your babies and beyond. And don't lose your shit. We got you. We are multiple. We are multiple. Have a good one.